before Paul early. And this is the pre-W Smith Show on 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, well, here's an interesting one for you. You know, uh, we all, now that we're back to work and conferences are happening again, you know, the the pandemic changed everything. But uh, we're starting to see some semblance of the way things used to be pre-pandemic. And one of those uh, hallmark things we're seeing returning on our schedule as business people, those who work at companies that have to go off to conferences and so on to keep up their education, get ahead of the competition, learn the latest, whatever it may be. Those are happening again, and they're all, you know, not all, most now are live again, and people go off to these conferences. But one thing that's changed, you know, it used to be, oh, honey, I've got to run to a conference here. I'm going to be gone a couple of days. I'll try to make it back as fast as I can. I'm going to get there. I'm going to, you know, go to my sessions, learn what I need to learn, and I'm going to get home. I know it's a hardship on you, and so on and so on. You got to take care of the kids while I'm gone, and so on. But Alina Dizik. Now, she's made us aware. She's a contributing writer to the Wall Street Journal, and she's made us aware of a phenomenon going out there where that's not the way it's going anymore. The way it's kind of going, at least in some cases now these days is, for example, as she points out in her article in the Wall Street Journal, someone named Wendy Smith. She's an interior designer in Nashville, Tennessee. Just one example. You could pick out several from her article, but here it is. Her message was like this. Hey, honey, uh, dad, you got to take care of the kids. I've got to go off to my conference. Now, my conference, I'm going to be gone a couple of extra days this year while I'm at my conference because my conference is offering, in addition to the basics, in addition to the fundamental learning I'm going to do at the conference, they're offering various lifestyle experiences to me to help me make a conference getaway part of a leisure, recreational getaway on top of it. Her conference, for example, she went to this interior design conference, included few extra days for things like pizza making class. She indulged in avocado toast meals and lived in a private cottage while she was gone. What's going on here? We better find out. And to find out, we've got Alina Dizik. You've got the story for us, Alina. Tell us. So I think a lot of us uh, who have work conferences right now coming up are really trying to make the most of them in a way that maybe, you know, we didn't pre-pandemic. And so a lot of the people I spoke with are trying to have as much fun as possible at what would uh, traditionally be not always the best time. Yeah. So it used to be that you go to these conferences, you put in your time, you know, you go to the various sessions that you've marked off as those you're going to attend you come back, you're better educated, better equipped to do your job, whatever it may be. But now, as you say, they're taking it further. And people who are attending are really looking at this as a way to take some time away, recalibrate, get away from it all, including your family. And, you know, kind of uh, what's that old saying? The absence makes the heart grow fonder. Uh, you come back uh, a better man or woman for it, more able to uh, deal with whatever it is your family's dishing out at every any given moment. Tell us what kinds of things are happening at these conferences to fulfill that objective. So a lot of the people that I spoke with are, you know, flying in a day earlier, flying out a day later, sometimes even several days if they're traveling internationally. So they're, you know, they're touring the sites of the city. So, you know, one person I spoke with went on this famous carousel, uh, another person you know, spent time walking around Rome and they're, you know, having dinners, scheduling time to see friends during these events. So they're really trying to make sure that they're living their best life while also uh, getting their work done. 
What is driving this? I mean, why all of a sudden are people focused on this and taking extra days away from their family? What's going on here in the sense that this is even a consideration? I think a lot of these people really kind of felt like they couldn't travel for a long time due to the pandemic. And so this was the first time that they actually, you know, had the business travel come up and they were more excited by it. Even during the sessions for these conferences, some of the hotel people mentioned that, you know, people wanted to drink more, they wanted to eat more. They were just more excited to be out and about and outside of their home. And how does this get explained to one's spouse or one's children? What's the explanation? Well, I think a lot of these people had a great reason for traveling, which was work. And so, you know, in that case, a spouse or a partner can't really uh, say anything. I, you know, it's it's all work related and you're just kind of fitting in these fun things. So let me make let me just get this straight. They're not coming out straight with, you know, yeah, I've got to be at this conference on Tuesday and Wednesday. But I'm actually flying in Saturday a couple days early because I want to take extra time to go whitewater rafting at this conference. They offer a certain extension of the conference in the way of experiences, and I can connect with other people, have fun, get away from it all for a while. Are they coming clean, if you will, that they're actually not there just for business? The people I spoke with are definitely coming clean. So their partners are more or less supportive of it, especially if the other partner has to travel as well for business. So they're not like sneaking in an extra day. They're definitely doing this with the blessing of the person staying at home and, you know, with the children. Yep. And are the conferences actively engaged in then broadening the experience that they can offer? Or is it just up to whoever may be attending. I'm going to Denver, Colorado for a conference Tuesday and Wednesday, say, for example. And it's up to me to figure out if I fly in a day or two early what I'm going to be doing in and around Denver for my recreational extension of that conference. The conferences themselves are trying to be more entertaining, especially because they know people can attend them virtually. So they really want to be able to draw in in-person conference goers. So there was one where people could pet dogs or get massages and the hotels themselves are trying to help them manage these other non-conference activities as well. I think it's really interesting. I mean, I, I don't know how well it would go over in my family if I said, hey, guys, kids, you know, my young kids, I'm going to Take a little extra time at this conference because I need to go have some fun. I, I just don't know. It's interesting. It's really, really interesting. And now, on the other hand, the conferences, like you said, coming off the pandemic where it was all virtual, and now people are hungry to get out there and have these experiences and travel again, meet people, engage socially. And so I do think this is uh, really interesting. Now, do you think it's a, a trend, a novelty, or do you get the kind of feeling that this might be here to stay? I think in a way it could be here to stay, especially if business travel doesn't come back to pre-pandemic levels. I think it may feel almost like a treat to be able to attend some of these conferences when you don't have to do it over and over again. And people will try to find a way to fit in some extra time if they're not always on the road. All right. Fascinating. Another sign of our times, how things are changing. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Alina Dizik, thanks so much for sharing the story with us here. We really appreciate it. We'll be back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 